0: Hello and welcome to episode 184 of the Erasable Podcast. This is Tim Wassum checking in from summertime at the poolside in my mind with (laughs) Johnny and Andy, iced coffee in hand, of course. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, Tim. Mine is a nitro cold brew. Ooh, fancy.
1: (laughs) It's a lie. Mine is hot. (laughs) (laughs) And mine's LaCroix, yeah. Yes. I'm not going outside today. Hot coffee it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't need any help being overheated. These days, but yeah. you spent a week in 103 degree weather in Georgia, which was nope, nope, delightful. <laughs> it was so nope, nice. Nope. It was just paradise. No, actually, I I, I thought like I need to go to the hospital. I was like sweating so much.
2: <laughs> so oh no, was,
0: no, not that was that was Hello? a joke. I meant like <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like there there must be something wrong with me. Like why am I sweating so much in this? But 100 you know, humidity. So it'll do that
1: well um also uh something you and i have in common does yeah. definitely make you sweat more <laughs> i did think about that too uh, yeah, yeah that's probably it beard facial hair right <laughs> yes
0: yeah, yeah. great <laughs> you know astounding intellect is what yes yeah uh, tends to do your yeah. brain's working so hard
1: <laughs> it's not even just that's working so hard it's so damn big
0: yeah yeah so just like yep. ca- carrying this brain around all day just like Really works so as well. That's how are going to use for not exercising? It's like, guy oh, man, you have no idea what I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> so, over the last few weeks, uh, there have been a couple of big summer releases from Blackwing and Field Notes, which we are going to talk about. Um, so, aside from Tools of to the Trade and Fresh Points, we're just going to uh, talk about those two things. Our iced takes. Thank you, Johnny. That was nice uh, on these, <laughs> these, these new toys. Johnny's uh, our ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Johnny, why don't you start us out with tools of the trade?
1: Sure. Um, so speaking of summer, there's a show that came on PBS recently called Hotel Portofino about um, this British-owned hotel in the Italian Riviera in the 1920s. So um, before it sounds like the Durrells and um, Corfu... There's fascism everywhere, so there's lots of uh, more serious contentions in that show than um, the Durrells, but it's still pretty delightful. Hmm. I love and, the Durrells. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like watching it just for fun over again because yeah. it's so damn good. Yeah, and
2: just like so relaxing, just like a like all of the problems that everybody have is just sort of like it's fine. It's like the stakes are low. It's like Downton Abbey. Yeah, people do the right thing, then everything yeah. works out. Yeah, this one uh,
1: not so much. There are a couple episodes where like, oh no, it's not the way this should end. <laughs> but um totally good. And um I finally finished the Paris Library on the train. Um, which was like if you like poppy fiction, it was a good book, it was cool. Um too many spoilers, so that's it. If you like libraries and World War II period books, definitely check it out. And um my last consuming is Roblox. Have you guys played Roblox? I
2: am aware of it, no. and I've, I've like been around when my nieces played with it, but I have never myself really jumped into it.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand what it was, and um, Henry's really obsessed with it. And so it's like a gaming platform, and then people create experiences, which are really just games inside of it. So I mean, there are tons of Star Wars games. So Henry got me into it on the train, and um, there's an airplane simulator that I'm pretty obsessed with. I have like lots of money and lots of. Uh, Lots of aircraft in my fleet,
0: which is cool. <laughs> I had a lot of students play Roblox. And then I would say, I remember one time being like, isn't that just basically like Minecraft? And the kid was like, well, actually, Roblox is older than Minecraft. It's been around for a long
2: <laughs> And you were like, did you just well-actually be child?
0: Yeah, back off. He
1: uh-huh. was like, well, actually, your grade just went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I haven't searched if there is a pencil experience on there. But uh, if any of our listeners know how to code, that would be so damn cool. Just (laughs) make an experience for sharpening pencils and erasing. That would be satisfying. And uh, so I'm writing with a pencil that our friend Anna sent me that says, this machine kills fascists. I'm going to use this to uh, write the lines for the January 6th commission that are going to destroy all of the bad guys with (laughs) words. Words are going to be like, Words. You're, going, you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think it could be much more effective if you did something else. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you know what you're talking about, son. <laughs> Life in prison. <laughs> and um, So, uh, field notes have been on my mind, because they have a cool new one lately, and they made um, heavy duty into a permanent edition. So, I whipped out one of my heavy duties, and I'm writing on that one. I forgot that it has lined paper on one side and graph on the other. These are so nice. It's like chunky and satisfying. So if you're if you were like me and you didn't want to use your two packs up from your sub, now they're available for however many you want. But don't buy them all please. Yep. That's all I got. How about you Andy? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um
2: so Katie has been out of town for the last week and a half and she's still out for another for another week or so. Um and what I what I what usually happens when she goes out of town is I basically just like just sort of like follow little unstructured YouTube rabbit holes. Um, (laughs) So I've been really into, I think I might've mentioned this on the podcast before. There's this, this, this YouTube channel called solo Japan travel. And it's just some guy who goes, takes a lot of like ferries around Japan and he like stays overnight. And he just sort of talks about the, like the room and he goes up on the deck and explores the boat. And he goes into the restaurant and eats things. And it's like very, uh, relaxing and that there's no words it's all just sort of subtitles and i i sort of just follow the recommended uh videos based on that so i've gotten a lot of like hey let's go to a the oldest ramen shop in tokyo and order things and then there's like let's go um like figure out there's one about like how lavender oil is extracted and made or something like that just let's just weird i guess quote-unquote relaxing youtube videos and a friend of mine told me recently, like, "Hey, I think that's that's your ASMR, right? Like, like I don't watch people like brush makeup brushes against microphones. I'm just like watch <laughs> like people eat food in Japan and, and other places. And that's basically what I've been doing. But I have watched the first two episodes of the season four of Stranger Things. Um, Ooh, I have so good so far. Out. It's very, um, very Nightmare on Elm Street compared to years past. Like, um, there's like this." demon or something that lives in people's minds and I, I don't know what that means yet or where it comes from but just based on these two episodes that's what it is so they're also trying to make these like grown-ass kids look like they're younger <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah they're like like pre
2: yeah. like post like mike and mike and will like are just really tall and gangly and they're still giving them their like old haircuts <laughs>
0: And oh, I'm just like dude. come on, yeah. It was, three, it was like with like two years between episodes, and you got teenagers. Yeah, and
2: like... what's her name? Millie Bobby Brown is like eighteen or something like that. But they're trying to like kind of dress her like a fourteen-year-old. Like it's just very. Like yeah, it'll be interesting because they have another season coming, like in two years. So it'd be, oh, they do? I'll be interested to see. Yeah, they oh, they said they're going to have season that. season five is going to be the last season. Mm. So. Maybe they'll do like a time
0: jump or something.
2: Yeah, and hopefully that's what they do. Like, oh, all of a sudden we're in the mid '90s. Like, this is fine. Everybody's got their docs and their sandals. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but it's yeah, it's so good. I I don't know. Stranger Things is just so good. Um, I've been also. um, I don't know. When I've been driving around, I've been just like a. I don't think melancholy is the right word, but just sort of like ennui about the world and something that makes it feel a little bit better is listening to a lot of like 1960s um like folk like acoustic folk and like protest songs and things like that Been listening to a lot of like peter paul and mary and and uh joan baez and people singing bob dylan songs and i don't know they're just they're all very simple and have a big message and i went down the the rabbit hole of all like on youtube of all the people covering it ain't me babe which is mm-hmm. really good <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um some crosby stills and nash singing um teach your children well and um i don't know just lots of lots of those kind of kind of songs yesterday and- i was
0: driving around listening to the inside lewin davis soundtrack that would be right up your alley right oh. now that is so good i'll listen to that it is so inside the window yes for the yeah the coen brothers movie um yeah also i just I went... oh god no go ahead uh just an hour ago i found this it like popped up on my uh amazon music like radio station mm-hmm. but it's you know the nitty-gritty dirt band mm-hmm. You're, so it's a cover of times they're changing uh yeah. changing with it's the gritty dirt band with Roseanne Cash, Steve Earl, Jason Isbull, and the Warren Treaty. Like, and they, like oh wow they did this like what? big kind of like super group cover of it. That you, it's so it good. just like a single they released. And it's really good. Yeah. I'm
2: Supergroup's go an
1: understatement for that.
2: Yeah. 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 It's really good. Yeah, so just stuff like that. I, I went down this in this like I was going to go down like a little Joni Mitchell rabbit hole and then I realized that she pulled all over music from Spotify, so I need to go, yeah. go find that. But she has a song that uh, it's called um, A Case of You. I don't know if you're familiar with the song. Oh, I love that song. song. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so weird, but so good. Mm-hmm. And like, it just, yeah, it doesn't follow like what I would think of as just like a very like standard way of singing a song. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just just really good. So I've just been listening to a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and last thing I guess I'll mention is that I just started reading um, The Library at the Center of the Earth, a, uh, a Kindle book by an author named Harry Marks and yeah. friend of ours this is i think i mentioned in the last episode like that you know he put this out and released it and just started reading it it's, it's really good so far uh if you have like if you have a kindle and you have kindle unlimited it's free to read it's part of that program um i think i paid like three dollars for it which if you have an option to to give him three dollars like you should do that um also did you guys know about his new job yes yes sounds pretty cool i I, it sounded it sort of escaped me for a while. I don't know. I haven't been looking at LinkedIn very much, but he is full time writing for um, Cabinet of Curiosities, which he was doing part time. So he's like a full time writer for um, uh, what's his name's uh, company, Grim and Mild. Um,
0: Mankey. Uh, yeah, Aaron Mankey. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, amazing and such a such a departure from like the stuff that he has been doing, but just like so completely perfect for him. So I'm. Very happy. So happy for yeah for Harry for finding what just and to me on the surface I need to talk to him about it but it seems like a dream job which is really cool yeah, yeah it'd be good if they would let him on the show because he's got such a great podcast voice absolutely um and honestly like at some point we should we should have him on our show to talk about like what he just does all day because it sounds fascinating to me yeah yeah I I'm in a, a role where I'm a I mean my job and my team's job that we're professional writers but it's way less creative it's more of a like almost more of a technical writing kind of a role that what we do so i'm so interesting to see what so interested to see what like a
0: you know a very like creative version of that sounds like
2: Um, how about you tim what are your tools of the trade
0: well i have been reading the new book by david sedaris which just came out uh Hmm. i think it was like three weeks ago two weeks ago i don't know but a new collection of essays that he came out with called happy go lucky and it is of course it's amazing. It's awesome. And the audiobook I got that as well. And that's always a treat to hear him read his own stuff. And so, you know, he does that cool thing with his audiobooks where some of the essays he actually records live, like in front of an audience at one of his events. And so, hmm. um, so that's always neat. So you're like listening to the audiobook, like studio version. And then suddenly one of the essays will be like a well produced live. So you get to hear like the laughing and all that. Uh, you get to hear yeah. how it works a crowd. So I'm, I'm really, really loving it as usual. It's oh. this one. He, yeah. <laughs> the original title, I heard him interviewed on Conan O'Brien recently. And he, uh, he said that the original title had the word genitals in it, I think is what, it, um, or testicles. It was one <laughs> of those two words was in the title, his original title. <laughs> and, uh, like a bunch of stores, like, like, I guess like Walmart had said like, well, we're not going to buy any New Year book, which who's buying David Sedaris at Walmart, by the way. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, well. like Walmart and like all these places are like, Duh. and so he, he's like, oh, okay, it's no big deal. He had stolen it from like a piece of art that he had seen. So he's like, I'm going to change it to happy go lucky. But the consolation is that I get to pick the cover image and he picked the most like, I mean, just like a super weird, disturbing picture of a child, a dog and a clown, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty funny so but it's a great looking great so essay he writes about <laughs> oh uh, that's alarming yeah, <laughs> yeah and he, he's, he talks about on the Conan Needs a Friend like how why he loves it so much that like they're all looking in different directions and um. but he, in the collection he writes about his dad passing away which he's written about his dad a lot but his dad yeah. passed away so it talks about like end of life stuff and then he also writes about guns like the first essay is about him and his sister just like randomly deciding to go to a shooting range and about how like they went through all the classes and we're both bored within like five minutes. And then it goes into talking about like gun violence in America. And, and I don't know, he's, he's amazing. So I'm always, always excited when he has something new come out. Yeah. And this one, I'm not even going to try to recreate cause it would be super boring and, and annoying to hear this, but I just need everybody. If you don't to go on, don't already do this, go on Instagram and follow Asher Perlman. Um, hmm. I'm not sure how I found him, uh, or how I found this account, but he, he's a writer for Stephen Colbert and he also is a cartoonist for the New Yorker. And so he just posts tons of his comics that he makes and they are always funny. I'm like obsessed. Like I just scroll through his whole Instagram feed and read them and reread them, um, like, I think I found, I've, I actually I'm scrolling through now and I think I found it because he always puts them out like by theme. So he'd be like, here's some father's day tunes. And like, it's all like, fa- like parenting or father related stuff. And yeah, there's just this really great one of this, like guy at a concert and he's holding out a microphone and this like very dad looking dad is like singing into the microphone from the, from the crowd. And he says, I don't know this song. I'm just here with my daughter and her friends, <laughs> but he's like you know, he's like holding the mic out to the crowd. There's just like stupid stuff like that. But I, I think he is like the best cartoonist I've, I've looked at in a long time. So Asher Perlman is his name. You
2: so know, my, good. my theory on New Yorker cartoons and especially mm-hmm. like the, this, this kind, because I definitely recognize his art is like, like there's, there's a proportional, like, like correlation between like the older you get and the more you understand these cartoons. So <laughs> like, yes, when I was in college, I started reading the New Yorker and, uh didn't understand any any of the cartoons mm-hmm. and then i'm just like huh and sometimes sometimes I'm like katie can you explain this one to me do you get this one
0: <laughs> that's really funny you mention that because i literally in the last like couple of years i had this thought of like oh man they're getting their cartoons are getting so much better like i'm actually like enjoying it maybe i'm just getting old maybe that's what it is um, yeah <laughs> it's like they change something like these are actually funny now and it's like no 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 they always were you just
1: Weren't yeah, ready I, for I feel it. that way about crosswords that you've been alive for a certain amount of time you can do half a crossword just on stuff you've seen. Mm-hmm. Build the context and build the context
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah so the last thing I was going to bring up is I discovered a new band that has been a delight they're called Goose <laughs> um, <clears throat> and they're a jam band so which you know I've talked about before that I like I grew up listening to a lot of jam band music played in jam band stuff. And I sort of gotten away from it and don't listen to it very much anymore. But these guys are really, really, really good. And they're like, you know, like usually with jam bands, they'll have like a bend to them. Like this is a funk jam band, or this is a sort of like country rock jam band or this, is whatever. This one is kind of like, like indie rock jam band, kind of, I guess <laughs> is the best way. Like, well, first of all, they have a singer who's actually good which most jam bands don't have. So I don't know. I highly recommend they're in and there exploding in popularity. Like they've been, they just did two shows um, at Radio sold out two shows at radio city music hall um, a couple of weeks ago and had like father, John Misty sat in with them and uh, Trey from fish sat in with them, but hmm. I like them a lot. And they have a lot of videos, uh, like good concert videos on YouTube, which I've been watching with the kids, how, like putting them on in the back. How
2: do you feel about father John
0: Misty? um he's a lot there's
2: something about him but, and i i don't really have any opinion about his music but there's just something about him mm-hmm. i just like
0: really just he makes me just i just really hate him and i don't like know why like, well, cuz he's just like a seems like a huge douchebag there was this big yeah no i i totally agree with that if i if i hear him if i hear him talk then i'm just like get out of here there're just like a few songs of his that i enjoy um that i that i would listen to on the regular. There's one there's one great song called i'm writing a novel which is just this like sort of Bob Dylan ish absurdist song with all these weird, like abstract situation lyrics, like kind of like a dream, like a fever dream kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, but th- coming from this person I'm about to mention, he doesn't have a great reputation either, but Ryan Adams, like famously, like in an interview four or five years ago or something said that <laughs> called father, John Misty, uh, the most, most, oh, what is it like the most self-obsessed a hole on the planet? Something like that. So coming from Ryan Adams, that means a lot. So, <laughs> and I like I like Ryan Adams. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but Goose and they have a they have a studio album. That's the other thing. Jam bands usually make terrible studio albums, and this one's really good. And it's called Drip Field, which is a very jam bandy name. Yeah, I like them. And I am writing with a uh, Bob Dylan Center Blackwing. In a Johnny Gamber original notebook. Actually, it's the one I started using the, uh, the Thomas Wolfe letters cover. The one that oh, you cool. made that, from man, the Thomas that's book. An old one. Yeah. That's one of the first ones you sent me. And I finally I think I've no, I'm yeah, well, still <laughs> great. I love it. That's all I got. So let's go into fresh points and circle back to you, Johnny.
1: Sweet. So um, I just got back from Boston and Um, I'm not going to give a full travel report, but there are some stationary store news if you're traveling up there, and that is Bob Slate is alive and well, which is very good news because um, they didn't have a very good website, so they weren't doing well during the pandemic. And then right as they were about to reopen, their building was flooded, and they lost most of their merchandise and had to move. Hmm. So um, when I was there, it looked exactly like before, just they had a new floor. And either... They had a lot more paper than I remember or just I wasn't paying attention to it last time. But, you know, that place is like all the cool stationery you've ever heard of. Like, here it is. I can touch it. And a lot of the prices are very reasonable. So, um, like, I found some really cool uh, airmail paper, which is really hard to get. And, um, yeah, I behaved myself with a pen counter. All I bought was one bottle of ink. <laughs> so that's good for my bank account. Just and, one um, bottle. Yeah. And the... The black ink in harvard square which is a really cool store is gone now it's a top drawer they've come down to uh boston and disappointingly the black ink the original one in beacon hill was closed when we went but the sign was still up so um i was joking that i should come back at night and just like get up on a ladder and act like i worked there and steal it but <laughs> it's like fourth of july weekend in boston there were like two million tourists and also i didn't have a ladder so that didn't happen, <laughs> so it just was not going to work out, yeah, but um yeah it's it's weird to see like there was a lot of development up there before the pandemic, so there's a lot of empty stuff because you know nothing happened, but, um, the Molskins store was still there, which is surprising because all the times I've been there, I've been the only person in there, so I guess this moleskins's got deep pockets, yeah, and um yeah, the um only other thing about traveling is to remember to take a pencil sharpener because uh so frankie went and she's like do you have a pencil sharpener it's like no i didn't bring a pencil sharpener i thought you would so she had this black wing like just gone it was worn out of the wood hmm. so i went out you know it's easy to find a sharpener in boston so got one that was good she killed an entire black wing on our trip which i thought wow. was really cool. that's impressive <laughs> amazing yeah. you're like i've never been so attracted to you <laughs> I'm like, damn why are the kids here now <laughs> But um I made travel books for everybody and she like went like ballistic on hers, which made me very happy. Aww. And um so my other fresh point was about the Field Notes Mighty Mississippi edition. They um so when the Title IX stamps came out, Field Notes did a partnership with um the USPS and you had to buy them from the USPS, which is good because the shipping is super cheap. Um and then they did one for Mighty Mississippi where there are um five books. Because it's only a, um, 10 stamp sets, and they put two on each book. And I just saw that the mariachi stamps that came out today, just today, they reached, released another set of notebooks with uh, USPS and field notes, which is so freaking cool. So I ordered them while we were talking, because <laughs> I needed stamps anyway. But um, yeah, they they look super cool, and I don't know, there's something really uh, harmonious about field notes and the USPS TV note that makes me just super happy. Yeah. It's yeah. cool that that happened, and like you know, I thought it was a one-off, then a two-off because you know Mississippi. That seems like field notes, but now they're just like still doing it. So I wonder, you know, if they'll do it once a season or once yeah. uh, once it once they have you know the big stamp releases. So they could have done with shell sell they have the shell silver scene stamps that could have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But I know that uh, they're very protective of how stuff is presented, like quick fact he used to he insisted on picking the paper that his books were printed on oh, and wow. like there's a reason there are no paperback shell silver scenes he was like no paperback books are horrible i want these books to feel good yeah so yeah there's a good biography of him that you could check out called a boy named shell but uh yeah that's uh that's all i got how about you andy um
2: i i don't have a a lot um i i mostly just wanted to talk about the new uh the new, Blackwing release, uh, the new volumes. Edition, um, which is volume 55, um, and I remember when it when they kind of announced the the number, they um, they had a picture with like like an Instagram teaser with like a flower on it and a seashell and it just like just random like things from nature and I just was I was not thinking I couldn't quite figure out like what the what the the pattern was going to be um and i can't even remember if anybody guessed it in the group did anybody notice that
1: oh i wasn't even paying attention yeah Yeah.
2: it was it happened i think things are just like super busy so i um so what it is it's the golden ratio pencil it is the fibonacci sequence and the 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 55 number is um basically like the if you if you're doing if, if you're adding up the sum of the previous two numbers 1 1 2 3 5 8 13 21 34 55 like that's the that's the golden ratio and so 55 is kind of like the 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 ending of that um, so it's a it's basically celebrating that which is a, a symmetry and a composition that that occurs in nature um, into so many different areas in ways that people don't fully understand um, it's very mysterious and the pencil itself is, like, this kind of, like, dusty teal color and gray, and it's uh, it's a balanced core, and they basically have, like, the golden ratio, the Fibonacci sequence, like, in, like, on the pencil, and it's, it's, it's such a cool theme, like, the, the thing that they're going for here is really great, but I don't know, man, like, it just isn't really very interesting to me, and I hate to, and I, I want to preface that by saying like they don't always have to be interesting right like some things are going to speak to some people and some things are going to speak to other people like the like there's been so many more that are just just much more interesting to me um and this one just like I, it could be just the execution of it i don't like the colors aren't like really speaking to me and the way that they they did it like the farther down the pencil gets the the smaller the the change do you know what i mean yeah like yeah. and so when you sharpen it, you automatically sharpen off like four of the different like transitions from one color to another. And so I'd like really think much like the um, the first edition ever, the 725, which I wish they would have reversed it so the yellow was on the top rather than on the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of the case with this one. Like I wish that they would have sort of like turned it around, and, and maybe they have a very good reason for doing so because the pencil tip is the one that's like the beginning and the eraser is at the end. So. So that's that could be the case, but it's just like it's the, it's a balance core. It's a pearl core, which is not my favorite. Um, it's probably my least favorite, mm-hmm. um, and it's just very. Uh, it, it's well executed. Like the this isn't a, a wrap. This seems very much like it's a dip. Um, oh,
1: it's a wrap, man.
2: Oh, is it? I okay, think so. I don't, I don't see the seam, but I guess I haven't looked that carefully. I mean, they're probably all oh, wraps, right? No, wait. But,
1: they would say, it's not a wrap. It's a roll-on print. A roll-on <laughs> And I would print, say, right. cool it with the damn roll-on prints. So a, <laughs> to target. Sure
2: it's target. I'm sure it's about budget and ease, right? Like, <laughs> um, so, so it's just like, it's one of those things where it's such a cool theme, but it's just like the execution of that theme was just not, didn't really speak to me. and And really, you know, really that's okay. Like it's, I'm impressed with how, how much they are still going right like i i never would have thought that like however many years later like they're still doing this so mm-hmm. yeah so what do you guys what do you guys think about this pencil have you does anybody have it in hand yeah
0: yeah um, I, don't I don't have it in hand so yeah. johnny start
1: uh um I'm trying to find something nice to say like i, I like the eraser color choice because i like pink erasers <laughs> yeah. but um The roll-on prints, like, really stop, please, like, ugh, and yeah, (laughs) like it, it doesn't feel like a premium pencil anymore. Yeah, but I do keep letting my subscription renew. So, what does that mean? Yeah, I I don't, I don't think they're in the investment they used to be. I assume they make a lot more of them than they used to. So,
2: and they do have like, I mean, some of some of the ones that they've they've done recently are like like pretty good right like i think that um but like there's i i think the the magic that i've really seen has been in some of the like like limited time releases like the mm, independent bookstore day ones are really fun and yeah
1: those are really pretty yeah like I,
2: yeah so i i think i think a lot of it is like yeah they're just they're i don't know i don't want to say they're scraping the bottle of the barrel i don't want it to seem like they're just wearing out but like they i've I've been getting more out of some of those limited edition ones or the collaboration ones
1: yeah i mean yeah it's not, i don't think they're out of ideas i think you're right but yeah it's just something like so i there used to be a theme or like yeah common thread like here this concert this trail now it's like hey this abstract idea from a couple thousand years ago yeah um, okay
2: and it's probably <laughs> safer that way, right? Like, nobody can be like, oh, hey, I see that you covered the, like, you're you're racist because you covered the Fibonacci sequence, but not. <laughs> right? Like, I'm sure this is a much safer theme.
0: Um, but. Yeah. 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 It is, it's, it's definitely lacking, like, a story. Like, as far as yeah. the theme goes, like, there's nothing. Yeah. It doesn't have a story behind it. You know, I mean, obviously there's a story of like the but not like a specific moment. Like, I like the ones that are tied to a specific moment, like the Nelly yeah. Bly and, you know, Bob Dylan, like those ones that were like, yeah, linked to yeah. a moment in history that we can point back to or. Yeah. Maybe we can get a
2: no. James Webb telescope uh, edition soon. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be
1: so HD they'd have to do a roll on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think you're right about the stories. Like, I. Yeah. Like they made a coffee pencil and i was like "eh," because there's such a cool story associated with the discovery of coffee that you know anyone with wikipedia could see but yeah. they just wrote about white people in coffee shops yeah, I'm like, Ugh, yeah. that's boring that's like still going on <laughs> yeah that's my life
2: <laughs> so that is uh that's it for me for fresh points um actually no let me this here's a really quick one um so next year um Sometime early, um, like early in the year. Uh, so, at Ad- when you work at Adobe for five years, you get a 30-day paid leave, like paid Dang. sabbatical. They call it a sabbatical; it's not a real sabbatical. But, um, and then for every five, every five years you work there, you get like, you know, like a like time off like that. And so, I'm I'm have qualified for mine, uh, and I'm going to try to schedule it um, for early next year. And Katie and I are still trying to figure out what to do. Um, I would be really interested in like what what's a good city either domestically or internationally that you could travel to that's like just a good stationary city as well as just a good travel to city. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking there's stuff like Tokyo, right? Like I would I say like you that's gotta some Japan good. on
0: that list. Yeah. yeah.
2: And oh, I was going to say Boston. And Boston, <laughs> like that's, that's another really good one to, to think about. Um, so yeah, I would just, if, if either of you or anybody else has ideas like that, but it's also like really low key, like if you're like, Hey, you should go to, Colorado Springs because they have a weird number of Paris. So
1: yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that too. Right? Not quite. Also stop in Baltimore and get me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) So there's a lot of like stuff like that that I um, like. If there's anything that flies under the radar that like we don't know about or haven't talked about and is outside of like you know Paris, New York, Boston,
1: whatever, like would love to know that stuff. If you were somewhere in the Northeast, anywhere between like Washington and Boston, it's so easy to pop off to another city on the yeah. train. So you wouldn't yeah. have to just be in one place. Everything's so close together. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, unless you're driving, then that close together stuff is yeah. wow. We honestly,
2: I just have no idea. Like so much of it depends on time and budget and energy and COVID and what Candy's yeah. job can do. So weather. Weather. So yeah, it's, we were thinking about taking it and, like, Early in the year, so like, so I we if we stayed domestically, like we'd probably just want to go to like
1: Palm Springs or something like that. But I I have no idea. So but you want to get some winter on? You've been in San Francisco so long, <laughs> yeah, a good head up to Maine. Like, month of freezing. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, cool. Yeah, th- thank you. That that's a good place to start. Then yeah, if you if you too or if anybody listening has just ideas, lo- love to hear them. That is it for me. How about you, Tim?
0: Cool. Well, I only have one thing, which we've all been excited to talk about, but just to bring up the new Field Notes edition. There out, you know. What was that? Th- three or four days ago?
1: When did they announce so, that? They so they, they announced, announced it, it. it on Thoreau's birthday. So I was sort of like, uh but <laughs> that was the only thing disappointing about this one is that it wasn't Thoreau's, but no that's Thoreau okay. involved. No, yeah, okay. that's not really their their wheelhouse.
2: Yeah. I feel I feel like uh Right. Notepads would be real
0: mad if they did a throw edition.
1: <laughs> yeah. I oh, would think yeah. So, yeah. They did it for 100 or 200. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Tim. I interrupted yeah. you. No, you're, you're good. So I mean, their, their new edition is the great lakes edition uh, covering the five great lakes, which is a really, really pretty edition. I know you guys were excited about it too. Mine are on the way. I haven't got them in hand yet, uh, but each notebook is, is dedicated to, um, a different lake, but it, they all feature the same map of the lakes. Which is what? What do you call those images that they they used? To, this little, like, it's, there's probably it's almost like to they're to
2: half tone or isometric or something like that. Yeah,
0: like, I don't quite know. Yeah, the, the like sort of like puzzle pieces that fit together to create a cool kind of ab- abstract-ish version of the Great Lakes, and then it highlights whichever one is uh, dedicated to that specific notebook, and. Uh. Yeah, it, it feels very it, it also feels like a little bit of a nod to the the County Fair editions with that which, blue.
1: Mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. done. They're not making those anymore. Yeah, it's sad.
0: Yeah. Sad face. Um so yeah, and the, the other thing that's notable about this is that it comes in a five pack, which is yeah. pretty awesome. So it comes comes in a five pack, and I think if you're a subscriber or if you subscribe to a new one, you would get a sixth notebook that is um just representing all the lakes just has it's it was in gray is that what it is you guys yeah yeah that one is
1: sharp i'm gonna use that one first
0: yeah i think it's one of the best looking ones in a while and also i really love how like (laughs) gosh my dog shaking his collar um how (laughs) like a complete set they made like with not just the notebooks but also that awesome t-shirt which i'm gonna have to get at some point like uh they created a t-shirt that features the same artwork and you can get it in blue or in white. Yeah.
2: And you're, and so, you're getting as yeah. a, as a Northwest Indiana kid, like you're getting the, like Michigan, right?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, um, and then also the postcards, like these like vintage looking yeah, postcards. Damn, those, those look cool. Those are so cool. So I don't know. I think they knocked it out of the park on this. I don't even have them in, oh, oh, yeah. have them in hand. So I think this is like one of the best ones in,
1: in a long time. Yeah, and, and there's a fold out at the end of each one with um info mm-hmm. about that lake and just the photos of that, they put, look, I, they posted, look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really and well done. As someone who sometimes makes and sells notebooks, they package them so that they fit because you can't stack five notebooks mm-hmm. um, because of spines. So they sort mm-hmm. of turned them in. You can see in the photos and that's just very satisfying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. They, they like
1: back and forth kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see it in the corner. Gotcha. And this blue wants—I mean, let's people think we hate everything from Blackwing. It wants a Blackwing Volume Seventy Three with it. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, 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 for
1: sure. I will. I like, will be doing oh that. Oh my god!
0: Though. I will definitely be doing that. Um. Yeah. So, you guys have any other thoughts about this edition? I think it's just—it's really, Dude, it's really so handsome. And cool. this is one first time in a while that I will be tempted to uh, grab an extra pack. So,
2: I am. Um... I don't have it in hand yet, but I, um, I really, really want to feel it. I the cover is so in- interesting looking, and it just feels like the texture is going to be really good. Right? Yeah,
1: like, they, they haven't made one that I don't like in a long time. Like, yeah, I feel like they've been on a roll for like two or three years. Yeah, yeah. i speaking for my own tastes.
2: Yeah, I so Okay, I, there uh, the tech weave cover stock is it's an isometric triangular triangle rendering of the lakes is
0: how oh, that works. Geez. So oh, that's very really cool. Go. That's one, this yeah. one
1: look, with the info and the five packs and the five t-shirts must've been such an undertaking. Oh
0: yeah. I bet. Yeah. And just being a, a Chicago company, I mean, I, I would suspect that this edition had been like, they have been kicking around this idea for yeah. um, a decade or something. They've probably been planning to do something like this because. And they nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. It's really
1: good. Yep. So, now,
2: yeah, can't, now, can't wait for mine to arrive.
1: Maybe next we could, they could do like Great American Rivers Edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how you'd narrow it down to six. Yeah. <laughs> they could do one like the National Parks but with the rivers. Yeah. You're welcome, Field Notes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. So that's all I got. Yeah. Well done, Field Notes. Yeah. Cool. Uh Anything else you guys want to bring up or... Chat about before
1: we um call it a day? We probably should have talked about this in the background, but um our book club <laughs> hasn't <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we? So, should we at this point just consider that dead? I mean, I maybe we could do like just like a little chat one day yeah so, maybe. Zoom everybody... maybe yeah we'll talk about the book for a couple minutes and then we'll talk about something else there's okay. there's i, I think the, I, I think the
2: book club idea is a really good one like uh you know uh our friend joey from baron fig is is writing a book um like that would be like that would be a fun thing about mm-hmm. stuff related to our stuff right creativity and things like that um our friend harry marx has written a book mm-hmm. um we could we can do this with.
0: <laughs> we will just we will just be grown ups about this, and I will take the the brunt of the blame because I know <laughs> right. But man did not like that book. <laughs> <I> did, <laughs> did not enjoy it. <laughs> Don't really want to talk about it. So, um, so we're sorry if you put yourself through that. But it was. Johnny, sh-
2: Johnny, should I about. mention? Should I mention our plumbago update, or should we wait for? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um,
0: one thing. One thing I should mention is that.
2: You know, i it's we're more than a year overdue for Plumbago volume, what is it, eight? Uh, the music edition, which we've talked about on the show, which is such a good idea. And I've had sort of like this kind of profound overwhelm and burnout at work and creative luck, and it just didn't go anywhere, anywhere. And uh, I have successfully handed sort of production of this off to Johnny and uh, contributors to this, this edition. I'm going to put, I'm going to put, just announce this a little bit and put put you in touch with Johnny, and then uh, we can talk about pre-orders and stuff soon. So, um, and okay. it's still it's it's just very late, still on track. Um, I mean, it's, it's off track, but like you know, you know what I mean. It's it's still there's still momentum, mm-hmm. um, and we can make this work. So I'm I'm excited about this, and I'm thankful to Johnny and to Tim for for just sort of like taking taking the reins here because I mean I I just like
0: blew out <laughs> <laughs> cool it happens we took yeah we're i'm excited yeah. excited to get these songs out there that people submitted so long yeah. ago so there's some Fair. really fun, uh, fun stuff in there and some fun like instrumental instrumental stuff so we're, we're excited to share They're really cool yeah cool all right well um guys where can people find you on the internet andy
2: i am on uh twitter and instagram as at a And
1: uh, my website is andy.wtf. How about you, Johnny? I'm on social media at Pencilution. I'm going to revamp my website soon at pencilrevolution.com. And you can buy my books at pencilrevolution.etsy.com.
0: Cool. I'm Tim Wassum. You can find me on Instagram at Timothy Wassum and on Twitter at Tim Wassum. You can find the show notes for today's episode at erasable.us slash 84. Sorry, 184. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash erasable podcast and our Facebook group, which is a wonderful place. Uh, Please join if you haven't done so yet. It's facebook.com slash group slash erasable podcast. Our Patreon is uh, at patreon.com slash erasable podcast. And you can support us there um, anywhere from a, from a dollar a month to as much as you're willing to give to help us with the, the overhead of the podcast uh, and, being a member of our uh patreon group gets you access to extra content occasionally (laughs) which we're we're catching up on that uh but also access to zines and then um occasional uh, freebies so check us out at patreon.com and here are some of our patreon producer level patrons uh annie lennon Melissa Miller, Digital Tent Tech, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Donnie Pierce, Bill Black, Ed Swift, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Paul Moorhead, John Capaluti, Jamelia, Stephen Franscali, Aaron Willard, Angie, Aaron Bollinger, Matthew Shaven, KP, Millie Blackwell, Michael Dialosa, Jacqueline Myers, Tana Feliz, Ann Sipe, Joe Crace, Michael Hagan, Chris Metzkis, Bill Clow, Random Thanks, Jason Dill, Andrew Austin, Tara Whittle, Ida Umfers, Mary Collis, Alex, Jonathan Brown, Kathleen Rogers, Bobby Letzinger, Kelton Weens, Scott Hayes, Hans Noodleman, Jay Newton, Chris Jones, and John Woods. Thank you so much to our Thank you, everybody. producer-level patrons, and we will talk to you uh, on episode 185, so thanks for listening.